Hello, everyone. I'm here with Dustin... V-Not. V-Not? V-Not. I don't even remember what the hell I've been saying. It hasn't been that. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, yeah, Dustin V-Not. Um, it's the Cheesy Chicken Podcast. Um, he is a jiu-jitsu coach slash former fighter. Uh, former, fimer, uh, forder, former fighter, and I am a Muay Thai instructor. Okay. So it's a little different. Nice. Yeah, I knew you were coaching over there at CMBJJ. Yes. Um, and I, he used to coach Cam. Used to, yeah. Yes. Um, everyone knows who Cam is. Yes. Uh, the world's smallest pain in the ass. <laughs> Next to our mom. <laughs> yeah. Next to our mom. I'm pretty sure Catherine doesn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I have him on here. Uh, Cam's talked to me about having you on. And, uh, here you are. Um, I don't know where you want to start. I see you hobbling in here. What's, yeah. uh, what's up with your leg? First off, thanks for having me here. Yeah, of course. Um, appreciate it. Um, the knee, the knee, I just had surgery last Wednesday. It's now been seven days. Um, tore my ACL in March, uh, training for a fight. I was supposed to have a fight. I believe it was April, first week of April, April 8th or something like, like a that. comeback. Yeah. Oh right. shit. Cause I knew you were down because of your back or something. Yeah. So 2016 june of 2016 um the the exact date is june 19th 2016 was when i hurt my spine i had herniated six discs in my spine they did an mri um and then they found i had a disease called neurosacordiosis um lost all feelings from my nipples down ouch yeah so couldn't feel the ground no more purple nurples for you right (laughs) exactly (laughs) um so that that was starting to go away right and then i was starting to have that i felt good started training um was gonna have a comeback fight after four years and then i tore my acl training. oh shit yeah so <clears throat> that's kind of a good and bad um the bad thing is tearing an acl that sucks believe me it couldn't walk for a while again um so you put her your knee training I picked up my Pomeranian the other day, and I blew something in my knee, and uh-huh. <laughs> I fell right to the floor. It was all messed up. Yeah. How does it feel now? Uh, it, it, when you, when I'm, if I'm trying to, like, I couldn't do a squat if I wanted to. Okay. But, um, yeah, see, it's a little different between me and you. See, You're my- training for a fight. I picked up a miniature <laughs> a dog. dog. <laughs> yeah, so mine was any type of lateral movement, I will just give right out. Yeah. If I was to throw a kick, it would give out. Anything like that. Um but having that disease makes it to I can't fully feel my legs. So there's no pain coming with the surgery. So I oh, have. Shit. Yeah. So it looks nasty as hell. But it's, yeah, I saw photos of it. Yeah. Um, but it's not too bad because there's no pain because I don't feel my legs. Oh, there you go. It, but it's very numb and pressure, um, instability. Can't really step. As you saw me walking. Yeah, here. walk hobbling here. <laughs> exactly. So. Can't really put weight on it, or else I'll just fall. But uh, do the best I can. Yeah, you know, it Damn. is what it is. Ouch. Um. So you did you or did you not fight through your back issue? I've heard I little didn't. stories that, um, I don't like. Maybe I heard a story and I just because I have fucking epilepsy, I don't remember shit. So I don't know whether it was you went to a fight hurt or nothing no um you never competed injured so well i mean all the well, fighters you know have I competed mean. you injured. know what i yeah, mean yeah. the major stuff um i had hurt my back uh before my last fight 
but it wasn't to where it was now, right? Um, when I herniated the sixth disc, that's what got me out of fighting. Um, because with six herniated discs, you can't fight. No. You, you want to get medically cleared. But before that, I had back pain for months. Um, I went to the ER three times, and they just said I was seeking pills. And oh, fuck. Yeah. If you know anything about me, I don't do drugs, and I don't drink. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I smoke a little bit of weed. That's it. You know, that, I grow weed. Yeah. So. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that after. <laughs> but that's... Uh, that's you know, that's the uh, extent of it. That uh, yeah, I don't do anything. I'm a pretty straight, narrow guy, you yeah. know. Uh, but yeah, when you have three ER doctors telling you you're seeking drugs, you kind of get frustrated with them. Yeah, yeah that's so <laughs> stupid. It, it it's it, one thing that sucks is there's so many people in the world that are doing that. exactly. You know what I mean? And it ruins for the guys like me. Yeah, I have people, you know, close people I know that just abuse that situation. You know getting you know pills or whatever from other places that they're they're not even they were never even hurt you know what i mean they're just doing it to do it so it sucks when people like you who actually need it yeah get or get fucked over you know i got i got screwed over the same thing when that spine injury happened i applied for a disability and i i couldn't walk literally could not walk for two years and got denied for disability four different times Ouch. Yeah, yeah, up to the point where all my lawyers quit. They they like you they're just not gonna let you win. So I had no lawyers, I had all the judges say no and I had nothing, you know. So Shit. <laughs> couldn't walk, couldn't work and And there was like no history of you know, not drug abuse, but you know what I mean? So they, they had nothing against you? They had they literally had nothing. They they denied me because I smoked weed. Oh shit! And yeah. now everyone does. And now everybody, and it's completely legal. It was legal for me then. I had a medical card for it. Yeah. You know, um, they just excuse me because it's federally illegal. Yeah. And I was going for a federal, you know, uh, aid. So. Yeah, that's kind of that's bullshit. I agree. <laughs> but other than that, you said you were you were obviously coming back to training. How's your back? The back is much better. The disease is much better. Okay. Um, the back, I still, I have pain every day I live with. Um, I take a lot of meds every day. I'm sub, uh, nine pills a day. Jeez. Just for my Cereal back. Cereal bowl. Yeah, seriously. Uh, or supposed to, I should say. There's sometimes I don't, you know. I hear you there. <laughs> I have epilepsy and I don't take them every day. Exactly. I forget to take the pills that are supposed to help me remember to take my pills. <laughs> <laughs> you miss once. Exactly. You're it's done. gone. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, but, but when you're taking that many meds, when you're not used to taking meds, it kind of just, you don't think about it, you know. I'm so used to being healthy, you know. Yeah, it is what it is. Well, hey, you were coming back, big comeback there. I heard. Um, obviously, I hope this the knee doesn't completely derail you because you know, I've I've heard that you were very good. <laughs> I was decent. Did you have a two time champion or just one and you went for a second? <laughs> See, I've, yet again, these are stories I've heard a while ago. Actually, I think yep. um, I don't know whether it was from Cam or anything else, but that was also years ago when Cam started, and I don't. I might not remember them properly. No worries. I mean, it's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I won the title. Flyweight, right? A flyweight, yes. That's 125? Yep. Yep. And then I lost it. My my first title defense, I had a bad weight cut. Uh, no excuses. The kid beat me um, via split decision. But yeah, I had a bad weight cut. I literally couldn't even lift a gallon of water, which is eight pounds. Um, mm-hmm. And I still went and fought him. You know, like, oh, shit. Uh, stupid choice. Yeah. <laughs> but and so... So then I, I fought him, 
lost, had a rematch, went to go fight him again, and missed weight by four ounces. So I was 125.4. That's insane how that's like a big deal. Yeah. Like obviously justified, I guess. You know, it's mm-hmm. rules of rules, but yep. that's crazy. Yeah, less than half a pound. Did you, you know? guys still fight? We still fought. Um, some reason, like catch weight at 135 or something. I was 125.4. I was still, mm-hmm. I still made 125, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I just didn't make 125 even, so I didn't have the opportunity to win the title. But I beat the champion, even though he beat me. I choked him out in the second round. Um, he tapped. I mean, I didn't put him unconscious. But yeah, but you, yeah. Yeah, so, so he, that was my last fight, you know, and I had just beat the champion. So yeah. I, 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 as a coach now, and I look at all these fighters now at 125 in local scene around here. The NEF stuff? The NEF. Um, I still feel I'm the best 125er in Maine. You know, no offense to anybody, but I just, my experience, my knowledge, and my will to win. I'm stubborn. And you're young, too. How old are you? Uh, I'm not that young. I'm 35. So. Oh, 35? Jeez, I thought you were younger than I was. No, I'm 35. I'm I, uh, I, I, maybe I thought you, uh, I'm only 32, so it's not like we're crazy off. Yep. Um, but I thought you were younger because you used to date a friend of mine when I went to high school with. Um, Kim? Yes. yes. I don't know if I should be there. No, there you go. I was trying to be careful. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know rules or how everything went. But yeah, I, that's actually the first time I ever saw you was she posted a picture of you two together and you weren't even training camp. This is mm-hmm. before camp too. Yeah. So That's probably funny. Yeah. we've. I visually crossed paths with you mm-hmm. through her before you even trained camp. So yeah, I think you were, you were fighting Excuse at the me. time. Yeah. When I was fighting, I was dating Kim. So yeah. that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, there was actually more... Uh, reason i said that but i don't remember what it was so hopefully we'll get back to it, <laughs> it happens um what what started you with fighting like did Oof. you fight as a kid did you do jujitsu karate taekwondo i don't know yeah so that's i've been in martial arts for 15 years um different types of boxing karate jujitsu so you started around 20 19 yep okay yep, yep. um I had just turned 30, 35. My birthday was last Wednesday. So. Oh, well, okay. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, so I don't have parents. My parents died when I was two, both of them. Yeah, so I had a really tough childhood. Uh, my brother got, it was me, my brother, my sister. My brother got into some trouble. Uh, he's four years older than I am. Um, and when he did that, it kind of isolated me and my sister. Uh I don't want to talk smack or anything like that, but no, do what you gotta do. so my aunt and uncle that took care of us down in Florida weren't very fair. And I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so there were some rougher spots for me and my sister. Um, There's times that I was hit, you know, um, but I, you know, I hold no grudges. I, I moved past that. It's built character. It's made me who I was. But as a child, when that happens, you become very angry. And I didn't have parents. I didn't really have anybody I could have an outlet with, right? So just all growing up, I was a very angry child. I always liked fighting. I always liked Muay Thai because of this guy named Saget from Street Fighter. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that that character just I liked the way he his style was. I just I mean he was a bad character. Don't get me wrong, but I liked the, the way he was, you know. Um, and then that made me look into Muay Thai. And I never really knew what Muay Thai was until about four years ago, five years ago. I just thought it was kickboxing. 
I didn't really know the differences. Mm-hmm. Um, there's big differences, actually. Which See, when you say kickboxing, that that's what I would think, too, is their uh, kickboxing and Muay Thai seem similar. Just, they, it seems like almost just like the American or whatever. And then the in Thailand, know, version. Thailand yeah. version. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how I thought it was, too. And then I started, uh, when I hurt my back, I started doing a lot of, a lot of studying on Muay Thai. Um, and it's it kind of is kickboxing, but kickboxing is punches with kicks. Okay, punching with kicks, and and Muay Thai, it's kicking with punches. Is that kind of like the difference between karate and taekwondo? Yeah, kind of. You know, taekwondo is all kicks, right? Um, Karate is more katas, more like form. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, muscle memory, muscle memory stuff. I to because I done karate too. Uh, To me, karate is useless. It's obsolete. It was good, you know, in the seventies or in the eighties or whatever. Like when Karate Kid came out. (laughs) I feel like it's good for kids to learn discipline. I agree with that. Little kids. It has it has its place. Don't get me wrong, you know. But it's um, I like Muay Thai, man. That's real nasty stuff. That if you want to learn how to defend. self-defense or defend yourself that that is the art you want to learn because it has everything knees elbows punches kicks clench full clench just all striking yeah and we'll in clench with yeah we'll say the minor grappling with the clinch but yeah and it's all stand up so i love i love the stand don't get me wrong i love jujitsu i have it all on my back my mm-hmm. tattoo. I was just gonna mention your tattoos. Yeah. Too. Um, I'm a. I was per- creeping on you a little bit ago. <laughs> I figured. I figured. Yeah. I am. A, I'm a second degree purple belt in jujitsu, so I I love jujitsu too. But man, the striking is where it's at for me. I just I being able to knock somebody out is and with one punch. Oh yeah. See, that's the killer instinct. Like Cam would always talk about too. There's a lot of difference between fighters that can be good at fighting but look for points and just to get to win. Yeah. Then there's guys that want to be you know to finish and make it look good doing it yeah you know what i mean i'm the kind of guy that i like to trick people i like to use my brain i like to get people to do what they want to do or bait faints you know stuff like that ask cam sometime um i'm i was when me and cam spar we don't spar anymore because we're not the gym anymore but um back when i was his coach when we sparred it was like fun he would just go and beat up everybody else and then he would come to me, and I had to make him think all the time. He was yeah. like, man, you're just you're tricking me all the time. I'm yeah. like, that's the stuff I like. You know, I want you to do what I want you to do. And I have to find ways to make you do what I want. Mm-hmm. So, Manipulation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, with all that, like, a lot of that stuff is, you know, obviously you, you know, Cam, you have a lot of that, uh, the as Cameron calls it, the killer instinct, you yeah. know, the way he has it. I am not that at all. I'm the complete opposite. He's the fighter. I'm the lover in the family. Yeah. You know what I mean? You look at us. We're two completely different people. Yes. I'm tall. He's short, you know, lover, fighter, good looking. He's fucking ugly. ugly. Come on you now. <laughs> One thing though is, yeah, he's, he's a tough dude. Um, so how was it coaching Cam? I know there's like that, you know, he's in a different gym now, but. You know, How was he at first? <clears throat> so I remember Cam's first class with me because he was there for about two weeks before I worked with him. I was teaching morning classes from like 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., you know, 12. Um, Cam was doing night classes with Jesse Erickson. And then he switched his work schedule and he started coming to the, the morning class. Well, in his morning class, his first, his very first day, he came in. I asked, you know, who he was what his interests were, you know, like, uh, 
for fighting and he was like i want to fight um i just want to give it my all be the best i can so the first class i really pushed him right but i saw that no matter how hard i pushed him he always came back and that's that that mindset that Mm -hmm. we were just talking about like he has that killer instinct he has that the drive the drive you know he has he literally has the heart of a champion he there's no quit in the kid he's been like that with everything though when even obviously i've grown up with him his whole life (laughs) Uh, but he's always been like that like when he wants to be good at something he makes sure he's good at it you know what i mean if he's not interested he's not going to do it and And obviously you can see him still to this day he's 100 percent committed focused yeah Yeah. and that's the thing that's where he needs to be you know and he needs to surround himself with like-minded individuals i know he says it all the time it's the truth you know um he left our gym to better himself so i can't hold that against him right i i not just me he said that too he said it was nothing against cmbjj he felt like to advance himself he went to you know recon yeah and they have stud coaches over there don't get me wrong like our mma coach jesse erickson goes over there and trains over there you know so i don't blame anybody for going like i I, to try to better themselves to better themselves you know i I was butthurt at first Mm -hmm. (laughs) it kind of made me mad oh i can see that too yeah i spent two years with you getting you're five and oh with five knockouts come on you we're doing something right yeah exactly but you know after a while you start to think about it um and the grown-up decision is to be happy for him yeah and so i am and now we're when we're still friends you know we are here aren't you right exactly exactly <laughs> if you weren't friends cam would have said fuck dustin <laughs> right he would have too you know i'm um, fuck cam fuck him <laughs> um but he he's a good kid uh he he will definitely make it far with the mindset that he has he just needs the right people to guide him and i think he does have some of those right people i think he was following some of the wrong people. I won't say names, mm-hmm. but he knows exactly who I'm thinking of. Okay. Um, is he doing better now, though, is the question. He is. Okay. You know, the, the people that he has surrounding him now is much better than what w- when he left, the person that he was following for that reason, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, no, no offense to that person either. You know, that person's a good person, but I don't think that person had Cam's best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. I've always had Cam's best interest in mind. So sure. that's what he needs. He's will, he's like, he will do whatever the coach tells him to do. And he'll do it over and over and over and over. And yeah, he doesn't care. So you need to have a, he's a good student, a very good student. So he needs to have that really good coach that has his best interests. You know, I think Darren Elder and John Dupree are those coaches for him. You know? Yeah. I haven't met John. I think I met John a couple times, but I know Darren and he's, he just seems like a cool dude. He is. He's a. He's very. Whenever I talk to him, it's just there's no bullshitting with this guy. Right. You know what I mean, when he's talking to you about boxing, he's talking to you. Yeah. You know what I mean, and he's talking to you. Mm-hmm. And then it's like same thing with other anything else is when he's talking to you, he's talking to you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's no, the I don't know. You know what I'm saying though. It's it, it's. He seems like he's a really focused guy, perfect for Cam. And I noticed ever since he even joined you, the way Cameron was, and you know, as far as my view on him. Uh, before he started training everything else, mm-hmm. he was going in, like, personally, I don't, he'll, he'll probably listen to this, and I don't know if whether he agrees on agrees with me or not, but, like, it seemed like he was in a weird spot. I mean, yeah. he wasn't in the greatest of positions, you know what I mean? And then he started training with you and taking it seriously, and that wiped whatever, at least in my eyes, what I thought was going on, w- you know, away for the most part. Mm-hmm. Distractions. Yeah, so thank you for <laughs> helping the family that way. He'll, you know, I don't know whether he'll think... You know, it was it was them or if it was just me or not, but 
to, in my eyes, I, it seemed like the training with you guys really did help. I think it's a little bit of everything. I think there's just sport in general. You know I mean, you have to, you can't be distracted. You're going to get hurt in training. Mm-hmm. You know, we train with all killers, you know, um, I, all my students now and not my students, but you know, students at CMBJJ, all those guys are five fights for four or five fights experience you know what i mean they're they they know what they're doing mm-hmm. you know and so to have somebody like cam come in and he was for a long time cam was like the motivation behind the gym and so when he left we lost that motivation a lot of people like come, a minor like a face of the franchise type situation or no not i want to say face of the franchise type deal more of a okay the work so, ethic yeah work, eth- work ethic for sure so i have this drill that i do it's just me I, I made it up i do it but we call it praise the ball so we take the ball everybody comes in a circle you hold the ball over your head while running in place for five minutes i'll call out different exercises as they're passing the ball and those exercises you have to do five reps of whatever exercise i call out get back up start passing the ball your hands or your hands and the ball can never drop below your head everybody does burpees right oh shit so what i do is i stand in the middle of the circle and i'll knock the ball out of everybody's hands and once you drop that ball you have to everybody does burpees so like cam would be the guy that would drop the ball on purpose to make everybody do extra work <laughs> uh, right <laughs> man, like i'm gonna hold you for a second here because he does that to get people to do things they don't want to do or something like that. He does that to his friends. He's been blocked. Uh, he's been reporting my comments on Facebook. I got blocked <laughs> and they weren't even anything bad. I just looked at him and I, I said it like I noticed what I've been blocked for is one thing in January and one recently I got blocked from Facebook. I'm trying to figure out why. And I mentioned it to Cam and goes, he's probably me. He's been doing it to his uncle or something like what that. What a dick. I don't like he did it to his uncle, I guess. He keeps reporting his uncle's comments. Yeah. Like I don't even I think they're innocent. He yeah. reports them and then he gets the guy blocked yeah. on Facebook or something. So continue with yeah. the dropping of the ball yeah, to piss so people off. That was my point though. That that is to motivate people it gets people to do extra workouts right yeah. i have people now because we don't have cam we have people come in now and they like half-ass the workouts it's like so it was work ethic it wasn't you know i didn't mean like face of the franchise kind of put him on a pedestal there yeah. for a second but no i mean he was the best fighter we had for a while i mean five and oh with five knockouts undefeated i mean that's pretty yeah. good you yeah, know impressive Pr- impressive matches too exactly the slam in the lewiston um, <laughs> yeah his, was it kenny uh uh, yeah whoever the second guy was, it was funny but that slam was impressive that was pretty funny feet right over the head yeah. straight up yeah, was, i'm surprised he didn't land on his head he would have killed the guy <laughs> probably broke his neck yeah yeah um yeah. another guy that you guys train um what's his name something car uh greg uh car the older man oh gary car gary car yeah. yeah that dude how did that guy is fucking whooping ass i go out of my way to watch him i watch his videos online and stuff it's just i know like i don't know if that's i'm not insulting him because he's older and makes Mm -hmm. it more impressive but it does you Mm -hmm. know what i mean 58 Mm -hmm. years old and he's out there kicking ass how's that how's it like training him uh, great that guy is he he's motivated you know he's like cam he had goals he's a very goal-oriented guy he wanted a fight um when he first started i think he's been with us for four years now i believe it was before my injury. I know that. Um, I think he's the only student that I have now that has seen me fight, I believe. But yeah, so when he started, he was like, 
I want to say like 53, 52. I don't know, something. Now, did he just start training any type of fighting or was he something before and Nothing. then he just wanted to actually do a, like learn how to do it? Yeah, he, he had no experience. He just came in. Um, he His first time he trained, he went to Young's MMA because of Chris Young. His wife, uh, his girlfriend, I should say, um, is good friends with Chris Young. So they went there. He lives in Poland, so which that's closer to Lewiston. So Chris Young actually recommended him come to us, and so he did. You know, um, and I met him his first day. He was very nice, super nice guy. If you ever get to talk to him, um, super motivated though, and very strong. He's been doing auto body his whole life, so very strong. What's auto body? Uh, car car work uh, oh okay. auto body. Body. i thought it was like some body workout no. like auto body yeah <laughs> nice yeah. No, uh, auto, auto body like uh, collision repair you know mm-hmm. he teaches he's a teacher he's been teaching for over 20 years um high school for auto body um but yeah so His students must have thought that was the coolest thing in the world yeah they watching do. their teacher whoop ass yeah they still do really. yeah that is cool <laughs> i see it all the time yeah he's a suit but th- what made him good was the fact that even at you know 53 54 however old he was when he started he was a beast the guy was so strong just man muscle just man muscle man like it's just ridiculous and uh you know i'm sure you wrestled against cam cam's strong yeah he's like a pound for pound he's really strong very strong you know for a little guy you know gary's the same way but gary obviously is much bigger than cam so he's just so strong Mm -hmm. um Lacks some technique, don't get me wrong, but he's only been doing it for three, four years, you know, Uh, and he's older, so it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, you know, and nothing but respect for the guy, I love the guy, he's one of my best friends, actually, so, uh, but get him on the show, (laughs) hey, I'll talk to him, Um, but I'm sure he would, I'm sure he would love that, you know, he's uh, very, I don't know, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. People person? Definitely a people person, you know. And uh, he's retired now. He after his last fight, Jesse talked to him a little bit, and he thought that maybe it was his best. He's Did he lose his best last fight? No, or? he won his last fight. Is he two and one? He's four and one. Four and one. Okay, yeah. damn, I, I need to catch up on him. I or or he might be three and one. He might be three and one. I know he he fought one young dude, got him, and then that little Irishman guy. Yeah. Uh, he fought Cliffman Redmond. That guy has heart. <laughs> it's Owen twelve. Oh, like that. I oh. love watching him fight. Not like because I'm hoping you know I'm a big underdog guy. Mm-hmm. I see that guy come out there. I'm like, let's go. Yes. And he doesn't. You know, I've been working with him a lot actually. He's been going to your gym. Yeah. Um. Because he so always much. fights independent, right? He does. Because he's like four hours up north. He's like he's he's pretty far away. So like, he literally just trains himself in his house, and then he fights. Or I don't know. I think there was a jiu-jitsu gym close to him. He trained for like a very short period of time. Um, I've done a couple trips up there to work with him. He's done a couple trips down here to work with me. Um, He's still it, going? Um, it, it's more of, uh, it's not regularly, right? It's like twice a year. It's not very often. Mm-hmm. But when he comes down, he comes down for like three days. Hmm. He has, we, we, we all have a mutual friend, Ben Brown. And Ben's the one, he's kind of sponsoring him. He's kind of helping him out, giving him rides, giving him the, the money for the trip, you know. Yeah. Ben's helping him out a lot because he saw the guy go 0-10 and was like, man, this guy needs some serious help. Like, 
he needs technique and i was mm-hmm. like you know i'll help him no problem and he has the heart to keep fighting you gotta help him out here exactly so we felt bad for the guy so we started helping him and he's a super sweet kid super nice guy you know yeah. like come on you have the heart just get the technique you know and that's mm-hmm. all it takes and you gotta learn how to properly cut weight and you gotta have to learn how to well that's one thing too is he was fighting some big dudes and it's because he didn't cut weight and he was just a shorter chubby guy yeah it he, seemed like he was fighting some big dudes the, the problem with clifford is that clifford will say yes to anybody right so the nef um is out there to they have good fights but sometimes they don't always have the best fights they have a certain person's interest in mind right um so they'll give clifford redmond a really tough fight and i'll like clifford don't take this fight mm-hmm. you know and then is it to put over the other guy um it's just i know this guy's gonna beat him or this mm-hmm. guy i just feel he's just clifford's not ready for him yet you know mm-hmm. clifford's got heart but he doesn't have the technique quite to match it right so uh the NAF would put him into a position where, like, he would say yes because he'll say yes to fight anybody. He'll fight me today, and he'll—that's not a good fight for him. He would know that, and he was like, <laughs> "You won, <one> leg." <laughs> he wouldn't still, care. He would yeah. still do it, you know. Yeah. Um, but he, he, yeah, he would. He would go fight a heavyweight. I mean, he he doesn't care, you know. So, so if he had a little bit of skill, he has the heart and the. It could uh, go. It could go a long way, but. Um, is he a younger dude or? I, I think he's younger than I am. But I don't, I'm not sure. Quite. That's why that's why I mentioned it. The the Kim thing was because she's like a year or two on younger, younger than me. So that's why I thought you were younger. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Well, yeah. No. Um. I'm I'm not too sure about Clifford. How old he is? I think he's like 29. I'm not sure. Oh, so but, he's still not. He's young. Yeah. I mean, they like plenty of time, but there's nothing around where he lives to mm-hmm. train. You know, he's. I think it's Holton, Holton, Maine. He's got to start a, a video of him just like training on a farm, like pushing cows. And, <laughs> you like know Rocky. I mean? Yeah, like he has a, a piece of wood over his head with like two things of milk on yes. either side. <laughs> That's like, because I've been to his house. That's like his neighborhood, you know. Really? Like, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> he could so do he, that. He could start his own YouTube channel of him just getting his ass kicked, but constantly <laughs> showing training videos of him on a farm. Yeah. And then it'll show the big fight and he just loses. Yeah. <laughs> Then the next thing, he's training again. Yeah, Let's he go. Will, he, yeah, he he would. That's that's his life, you know. But he's also like, he's been in a lot of street fights. So for him, he doesn't care that he loses. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've won twice as many fights that I've lost. I don't really care. And I'm like, but it's different when you're fighting on the street and when you're fighting in our cage against if, trained if he, athletes. If he wants to keep fighting, the one time he does get a win, I bet that'll motivate him to be like, all right. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Let's get something going here. I agree. Or he'll just be like, I'm the fucking best. Yeah. <laughs> Bring on the next heavyweight. Hopefully he stays humble. Yeah. One win. One in 13 record. Yeah. You know? And, but it's, you know, he's got the heart, you know, and not a lot of people have heart. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's crazy stuff, man. Like You guys and your, your fighting, <laughs> your fist fighting. I know Cam used to fight a lot when he was little. Yeah. Still little, but you know when he's younger, to fight um, you guys a lot. First, I, first blood matches I heard. Yeah, I, I don't even know where he's getting all this. He <laughs> he tells every every pod. Yeah, I mean my brothers had first blood matches. I don't think is what the hell is he talking about. <laughs> I also have epilepsy. For all I know, is he hit me. I was bleeding, and I felt you know passed out. I don't remember. Oh, you're saying he was losing. Yeah, <laughs> but we used to yeah just kick the shit out of each yeah. other. 
But once he hit about 12, we had to stop because he was whooping our ass. <laughs> no, he was, when he was younger, he was always, obviously in high school, he was the smallest kid, you know, for the most part. Mm-hmm. But we had these big dudes that thought, because Cameron was like boxing his friends and everything else, and he'd win, you know, for what it was, your friends are just boxing, but he'd yeah. obviously be better than them. So then we had this big kid, Travis Burroughs, who, um, he, big football player, about 6'4", whatever, huge dude, thought he could box Cam. Cameron just laid him out nice. without even saying nice. so like cam just always was good at that crap who the fuck <laughs> no, it's nothing important but yeah um yeah it's so much crap like to ask and now i don't remember any of it because that's how my thing <laughs> i saw on your facebook that you got a ps5 i did how's that thing going that is it's a reset on me once um but besides that it's been pretty good i'm yeah. expecting a lot of glitches um because the PS4 and then the Xbox, when those came, first came out, um, the Red Ring of Death, you know, the yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, and the PlayStation was overheating as well. It was. I like, saw videos of uh, them on fire. Like, there was this Xbox. What? It was complete smoking. You ever saw that? No. Look it up. Xbox Series X on fire or something like that. And the whole thing is just, it looks like, like it's just smoke Smoked, coming out yeah. the top. That's crazy. And I heard, I heard, I didn't see the videos, but I heard PlayStation is doing the same thing. And my father-in-law has the Xbox, the Series X, and he says it shuts off on him all the time. Oh, so, overheats probably. Yeah, something. I don't know. I'm happy I don't have the money to get one right now. Yeah. Because I'd probably be dealing with the same thing. My recommendation is to wait anyways. They're going to have glitches. They're going to have bugs. No, know? they'll have updates that'll fix all that shit. Yeah. And, you know, and around Christmas time, they're going to have deals on it. Bundles, you know. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't have really many games for it anyway that I want to play besides like I play games now on my one mm-hmm. and there's like all I would be doing is just paying more for a new system to pay, play the those games, games <laughs> over there there's no difference yeah so I'm lucky because I have I, I'm a huge nerd I like RPG games and I was going to ask you like your hobbies outside of fighting and everything else what you're into I saw you're into video games so yeah, we'll huge, start there huge video games that's about all I do honestly okay. I smoke and I play video games so. perfect combo <laughs> yeah. right there. Um, but yeah Demon Souls that was like that is my all time favorite game of all time and it was released an, a remake when the PS5 came out so I had to get that one like no, that's mine. Yeah, yeah, I have a buddy who does his own video game podcast, and he says that game's awesome. He said something about the graphics, or I don't remember what he said, but he said something about it was just phenomenal. Oh, yeah, the remake is... I never played away. any of the other ones, but... The other one or the other one. They're hard. They're yeah. all hard. There's like five of them or four of them or something. Yeah, there's they're all hard, but they're they're amazing good story good graphics you know and the playstation runs so much faster than the ps4 so like oh the ps5 you mean yeah the ps5 runs so much faster so i mean unless you're a gamer you won't be able to tell but i can tell because i game a lot yeah yeah of course um i heard the same thing about the x i'm i i used to be playstation up until i had three but i had never played online with anyone and tasha's brother had xbox and Uh he always played online with people so the Xbox One came out. Yeah, I went with that, that. Yeah. PlayStation. Yep. But uh, the game, there's like one game I'm looking forward to on Xbox One, and that's the I've said it on here a thousand times because I'm pumped for it. But uh, the Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yep. I want that. I just picked it up. <laughs> See, don't even go there. You're gonna have to send me a message. Let me know how it goes or how it is. But um, I almost broke down and bought it for the one because i guess it just transfers over it does but i looked on youtube i'm like what's the difference between them 
and someone had both games side by side in one video, the loading time was a hundred times faster yeah. on the Xbox One. The graphics, night and day. Mm-hmm. X, the Series X was way better. The yeah, the Series X was faster. Graphics are better. Mm-hmm. I'm like fuck, uh, I so gotta the, wait. The thing about the graphics is it all depends on your TV. You you know if you don't have a 4k tv i don't know what i have up there it comes in really really well but i don't know yeah. whether it's a 4k or anything so like i don't have a 4k tv i have a 1080p tv right my tv is 10 years old but it's top of the line 10 years ago yeah it's sony bravia 3d tv it's pretty nice um 240 hertz you know uh but not 4k so i can't tell the difference between 4k and 1080 1080 you know i know there is Mm-hmm. But I don't see it because my TV is not 4K. Well, that's so, your next big purchase. That is. That yeah. is. Well, after the grow is all set up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that first. Business first. Um, uh, we'll get back to that. But um, what? Fuck. Do you play Warzone? I don't play Warzone. I'm not a huge Call of Duty fan. I was going to say, let's play Warzone. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I have. I have played a lot of Warzone before. Uh, just Call of Duty in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've... It's like the same thing every year, you know. The only difference is Warzone, and that's like Fortnite, and I don't like Fortnite. So it's, oh, you're not a battle royale guy? <laughs> nope. No, no I, I never played Fortnite. My son does, but I played PUBG. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. I like PUBG. Man, when that first came out, I was stressed. I was sweating. <laughs> I was so nervous. But uh, yeah, I don't know why. I just I, I could the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, just we'll just use stress. That yeah. game stressed me out. <laughs> anxiety. Um, anxiety. That's the one I was looking for. Um, but yeah, Warzone. I always try to get people to play, and um, someone made a good point to me where Warzone players are like vegans. We ask other people if they do it, and if they don't, they should. <laughs> nice. I'm constantly trying to get other people to play Warzone. Like, yeah, yeah, my friend Ed Millville got me to play one one match, and I was like, "Sure, I'll play with you one time." As me, him, and his girlfriend, and. I'm like talking to them on a mic and I was like, you know, I'm not that good. Fair warning. And mm-hmm. then I ended up coming in first place on the whole map. No shit. Yeah, they're like, I thought you weren't that good. I'm, I'm just a gamer guy. Like yeah. I know what I'm doing, but I'm Fuck not- you. <laughs> Man, it took me forever. My son played with my brother-in-law in Warzone with someone else and he got a win before I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was stupid. That's funny. Yeah. I love it when somebody like, cause he plays it all the time mm-hmm. with his friends and his girlfriend and stuff. And, and so that I just thought it was funny that one time I played, I become first place. Yeah, you know, and I was just like, yeah. That, that's... <laughs> Same thing with Fortnite. I played Fortnite, probably three matches, mm-hmm. and I came in first place two out of three matches. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just You're like, also playing against five year olds. <laughs> exactly. You know, PUBG to me is better than Fortnite because Fortnite is kind of cartoonish. Yeah. Oh, that's one thing I didn't like about it. Yeah. The idea was it's too cartoonish. PUBG is very realistic looking. Yeah, you know, I like that, but. Uh, it's just the game style I don't like. Yeah, the I, I used to play PUBG a lot, but when I started playing Warzone, PUBG is so slow. Yes. There's a lot of bots in it now because people don't play it as much. But the um, I was watching a streamer play it early, uh, a little while ago, um, a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and the difference I like about it is it's dead quiet. Yep. Warzone, they'll have music come on. When things are about to happen, they'll have a big noise come on, and you're like, shut up, yep. I'm trying to hear it. Dead Suspense. PUBG, quiet as hell. Yeah. No music, everything's just the sound of the game, and that's what I wish Warzone did. Yeah. But yeah. But Warzone's good. I mean, the actual game itself is good. Um, and, like, they just came out with... Uh, Cold War? Cold War. I heard everyone says it's terrible. Really? Everything I've 
everything I've ever heard about it is it's trash. It's trash. It's trash. I was looking at reviews and all the reviews I saw on it were really good. Oh, <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a Facebook page called the Gulag. It's for like Warzone players and stuff. Mm-hmm. So people post videos and all that That's shit. A map. And Gulag's a map, isn't it? And the Gulags, cold. it's a it's a prison like thing. Um, when you die in Warzone, you go to the Gulag. And it's like yeah, a one on one fight. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So the page is just called the Gulag, okay. and every single person on there, uh, it's trash. It's trash. It's trash. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't bought it. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna. <laughs> That's funny. My friend Jeff Reynolds just hit me up today. He's like, "Hey, did you buy War, uh, cold, cold War? War?" And I was like, "No." He's like, you need to get it, and I'm glad I didn't, because now you're telling me don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. I haven't heard one good thing. I heard Zombies is okay. Okay. I've never played Zombies. I didn't really play many Call of Duty games. I played Ghost, and then World War Two when that came out, oh, and then wow. this one I think. Okay. So I haven't played that many of them. So I never played Zombies, but I guess Zombies is okay. But everyone, a bunch of the people comment say all the weapons in there basically feel the same. They kind of sound the same. I haven't played it, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. And they're basically just different shapes. Yeah, they feel like all the sense. guns are the same. Yeah. All the guns are the same. But I mean, look at how many Call of Duties there are. I mean, like fifteen Call of Duties. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I, st- many. I started with Ghosts. So yeah, <laughs> that's it, that's was my first multiplayer uh, Call of Duty game. But um, wow. mine was Modern Warfare. Like when it first came out. Yeah. you know that was a long time ago. Yeah, I never, I, I never got to play online games like, like I said, multiplayer with people. Yeah. I think I got Ghost because, like Tasha's brother had it. And that's the one I played. That's okay, when I switched with over. Yeah. Who's her brother? Denny. Denny Patnode. I don't know. You've never met him. He's gone to... Cause I, know, I know Kane. Kane Wing? Yeah. Oh, how do you know him? Yeah, through Cam. They're cousins. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Derek. Wow. He was just on the show. Uh... I just saw that. Yeah. That's why I brought that up. Because I, I was scooping on your profile, too. Yeah. I saw that he was on. And I was like, wait, I know him. Yeah. Wow small world yeah 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 I've, i was friends with him in high school more than kim like i knew who kim was we were friends but mm-hmm. um yeah i forgot they were cousins yep. that's crazy that is crazy have you listened to the show at all just a little bit i saw a little bit on the one with, that you did with Stuart. yeah i watched that one a little bit or listened to that one a little bit and then uh the one that w- had kane in it yeah i listened to that for a little bit not yeah. the full things but yeah it's a lot of nick at first because nick was the reason i came on as you probably already heard yeah on there um yeah, a lot of the show is just me joking around with my friends, fucking around. But then I t- it was a build to slowly have people like you on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's actually, you're teaching me and teaching people who are listening a lot of crap and, you know, stories and all that. Instead of me and Keith, just, Shoot you're a shit. fucking idiot. You're an idiot. No, you're an idiot. Uh-huh. An hour and a half goes by. Yeah. You're still an idiot. <laughs> That's but, always fun, though. It is. I'm having a blast. Yeah. The numbers aren't show- going higher, though. <laughs> They're like, all right, we get it. You're both idiots. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's been two hours here. We know that you're idiots. Yeah, we get it. Drink another one. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I had one episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brian, who was on it, he always sent me messages saying, I'm always shitting on it, but we were... Uh, Drinking a lot. Three hours later, we <laughs> knocked a bottle of Dr. McGillicuddy's and a Oof. bunch of beers. Oof. And um, people say the headphones actually broke. So you can't tell how far you were. And one of the guys I had on with that one was never been on before. So he was like this a lot of the time. <laughs> and I guess he was hammered. And I, I was listening to all the episodes up until like that one. And then I didn't listen to it because I heard too many bad things about it. Oh, and no. I'm like, so that I really only listened to, I think, one or two since then. And oh. that was... 10 episodes ago or something um the nick and kane one i listened to recently okay but so i don't know i'm having fun i'm having fun with it how many shows have you done 25 wow you don't that many i've done 26 but 
Keith is going to be labeled 27 because it's going to be published next week. You're going to be 26. Oh, okay. So 27. Okay, I see. Yeah. That's that's a good. That's good. How often do you do it? As soon as I can. <laughs> Keith's on every week for the most part, but um. So you do it almost daily or once a week? Or once a week. At once least week. once a week. And then at first I was doing like three a week and then I was just pumping uh, them out there. Like I started in uh, the end of July, beginning of August and okay. I have 27 episodes. Oh, okay. So it's pretty, you think once a week, that's, you know, half a year right there. Yeah. I've only been doing it since August. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you were flying through it. Yeah. So I need to slow down mm-hmm. a little bit. So I had the Keith one. I accidentally, I didn't post it last week's Monday. I ended up posting it on Saturday because I like... Uh, wow, I can't fucking talk. Uh, procrastinated <laughs> big time. <laughs> yeah. So then I did another one with a Monday. So instead of posting a Keith episode right next to each Two other, weeks in a row. Yep. I'm gonna uh, I push that one to the following week. Yeah, and, and then put me in the middle. I'm put you tonight. You're just gonna oh, post yeah. it on. Okay. I'll do whatever sounds I add on there. I usually add just a random song in the beginning. And <laughs> the stew one was cool. The score. Did you hear the beginning of that? With Not that? the beginning of it. No. Oh, the very very beginning. Um. I used my phone and did the audio record on a YouTube uh, chan- uh, video of them going, and Dartmouth scores, ah! and it comes in kind of fuzzy like it's on a radio, yep. and I put that as the beginning of the thing, and nice. I was actually going to, I'm hoping to find like a video on you with something. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's already ruined here. <laughs> actually, no, hopefully they've already heard it, and yep. then they're going to hear the reason they why it's there. It. Yeah, it would make sense. Yeah. But, Stu's uh, a good guy, though. He's uh, hilarious. He is funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, when I was up there, man, that was crazy. It was freezing. He had us do really? it on his porch. Oh. And it was so, like, it was when? It was like, I don't know what. It was a while ago. Obviously, the episode wasn't exactly yesterday. But it was so cold there. And he's just wearing this thin, long sleeve thing. And he, you can tell the whole time. He is freezing. He's putting his hands in his shirt. <laughs> he's, like, trying to talk. He's just... You can tell he's like, fuck, why'd I do it on my porch? <laughs> it was his choice, not yeah. mine. That's cool. um, I remember I saw his post. His post was like, you know, I wasn't nervous until he pulled out the gold microphone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's... pretty sweet, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. The microphones are nice. It, they are. They're cheap. They're like 40 bucks. They're cheesy. They're cheesy. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Dustin with the jokes. <laughs> not too many of them. No, I thought, I thought they were pretty cool. They're cheap-ass microphones, but they, they I, look cool. They look professional. They do. They do. Um, uh, you were saying earlier you have your own company, your business of paraphernalia. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just started that. I'm a marijuana caregiver. Not super open about it because I have to represent gyms, you know. But you know, it's whatever. Uh, oh, okay. Well, we'll cut good. that part out. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um. So I rent a 3,800 square foot warehouse, and. We have built... Um, yeah, it's like four of my house. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's big. It's big. Um, a lot of different rooms. So it's not just an open warehouse. You know? Yeah, not uh, something you see in like movies. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's just <Right>. all plants. <laughs> but I mean, that's what it is. I, we have our flower room. You walk in there and there's... Right now there's uh, 52 plants. Uh, I'm legally allowed to grow 66 plants. So... I'm going to do my 66 plants. I'm going to make my girlfriend a caregiver, uh, Michaela, and we're going to be able to double that, right? So we're going to be able to do 132 plants, flowering and vegging, and then we have a nursery with unlimited amounts of babies because you know, yeah. the babies don't really matter. Um, do you sell the whole plants? or you, I know you're going to sell, obviously, the Biden stuff, but... 
Yeah. You're so, also going to have a separate thing where you can actually sell plants? Yeah. Um, sell clones, sell plants. I'm not going to sell anything out of the warehouse. So, like, I would take it and I would bring it to a dispensary. Yeah, yeah. Right. Course. So, I'm not going to have a dispensary. Yeah. Um, too much BS with yeah. that. Too much of the legal side, too much paperwork. You're just going to be the product? And- yeah, just a warehouse. Uh, sell everything in bulk. You know, um, I'm fortunate where... I have been in this business long enough um, to where I have made a pretty good name for myself. I have a lot of different connections where I can get rid of it legally um, really quick. So that helps. Um, And it's the same thing with fighting because honestly, fighting and smoking kind of go hand to hand. You know, you need CBD oil. You need some ways to relax yourself. CBD oil helps tremendously, you know, for my back. I've used it every single day uh, since the knee injury. It's been on my so knee. So that stuff really does. It just goes into the skin and goes to wherever you needed because it just seems like it's like, obviously, I've never I've never used any CBD oil or anything, but um, it's just weird that you put it on the outside and it just goes into whatever is. Yeah, it's trop- uh, topical, uh, meaning us outside. And yeah, it's anti-inflammatory. So whatever you rub it on, it will take away inflammation. It'll take away uh, pain, or it doesn't really take away pain, but it like nullifies it, so it's bearable. Yeah. Right? Well, when the swells go down, sometimes that's what hurts too is the swelling, pushing on other things. Exactly. Exactly, and it kind of jars things, you know. Yeah. Um, but the CBD oil definitely helps with all that. It's uh, I I highly recommend it for anybody. I have two lung diseases and I still smoke pot. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. not smart, but it helps me. It helps. If you're going to smoke something. <laughs> right, exactly. It, it was either that or take Vicodin for the rest of my life. I'm good with passing. I, I don't yeah. want... They won't even give it to you if you wanted it. <laughs> yeah, not now, you know. Um, but my doctors, that's what they wanted. They were like, you know, they gave me gabapentin. Gabapentin, it's... Uh, nerve pain blocker thingy um didn't really touch me but didn't do anything so then they gave me tramadol and didn't want that and then they gave me vicodin i didn't want vicodin they were gonna give me oxys and i was like Look, i'm just gonna smoke weed mm-hmm. like I, I don't want to be a pill head i don't want to be taking opiates every day of my life you know i'd rather smoke weed and they're like well you have two lung diseases and you're in a lot of pain i'm like i don't care my yeah. grandfather's seventy-something years old. He's a chain smoker and and a welder. Yeah, oh, wow. no diseases. He's still gone. Exactly. You know, you know, they call me stubborn. Everybody calls me stubborn. You know, and I have stubborn traits. There are things about that. I'm just not gonna give up. I'm just not gonna look where I am today. Look what weed has gotten me through in the last four years. I didn't need Vicodin or Oxys or, you know, they're pain meds that they give out you know at a pharmacy i found my own way to deal with my own problems you know but i'm a very optimistic person as well there's always a good in everything yeah you know so i would rather smoke you know um i've done edibles i've done tinctures i've done sauce i've done it all anything that's thc related nothing hits me the same uh, uh, than smoking right so i don't like to smoke Honestly, I hate smoking. Smoking is uh, sucks for my lungs. Yeah. It sucks. Just it tastes bad. It makes me cough. I don't like any of that. So I, I do concentrates. So I'll smoke dabs. 
wax, diamonds, something like that. So I'm literally taking two hits a day and I'm good. Oh, there you go. It's a lot better. So than... you're not like a heavy duty, you know, like some people I know, my uncle, he is every 30 seconds going, Dabs, I'll be back. I gotta go. I gotta go. Tony? And Tony, yeah. yes. Uncle Tony, <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That guy, he's just. I've smoked with Tony. <laughs> yeah. But it's every 30 seconds, it man, is. that guy. I don't even think it f- he feels it anymore. <laughs> Probably not. You know, you do build a tolerance. You know? Well, he has like five different ones. He's like, well, I got to take this one, then re- this one right up, because this one hits you slow and hard, and then it gets you. And by the time that one hits you, you got this one who hits you right away, but it starts to go away, so you need to take this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. He literally had him out, and he's trying to explain it to me. I'm like, dude, I've never even smoked before. Why yeah. are you even trying? <laughs> yeah, no, if you don't smoke, I mean, the one hit, that's all you need. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't. I, I've never smoked before at all, ever. Yeah. I'm the one with epilepsy, and everyone's like, you need to. It'll probably save you money too. I'm like, dude, I just got three months of pills for thirty bucks. Right. I'm pretty sure we would cost a lot more than that. Yeah. <laughs> three months. <laughs> three months. Yeah. 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 I'm assuming you have insurance. Nope. What? No, man, dude, my pills. I just I went and picked them up today, and uh, my pills without the card I use is two hundred and eighty something dollars. They said. Do you use the Good RX? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I went, to, I went, this is a few years ago. I went to my neurologist. I didn't have insurance and I was using Canada for a while. I would go up there and it was like 120 bucks for three months. My pills much cheaper go up there. They'd, um, you know, go through that, but I couldn't, I don't know whether they shut down or how they did it. They stopped. So I'm going to my neurologist thinking, do I need to find a new way to get these? Cause I can't afford the two, $300. Cause there was one point it was $400 for my pills and mm-hmm. I was taking less then. So they, um, they're like, well, try this, try this. I went to that person. They're like, try this, try this. My wife had a doctor's appointment for something. I don't know whether it was her or if we had the kid yet or what it was. But just sitting on the table was this little card. She just picked it up, called it. Next thing you know, I'm paying $30 for three months of my pills. Yeah, they did that for me too. Um, for, I mean, like I said, I take nine pills a day mm-hmm. or supposed to. Um, for one of my meds, it's called Celsept. That one's like 150 bucks a month. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So obviously I can't afford one hundred fifty dollars a month for one pill, you yeah. know. So good RX, you know. I pay nothing for anything right now. There you go. Uh, right now I have main care. Yeah. Due to a lot of medical problems, my back and stuff. Yeah. So the um, hobbling, you know. The hobbling, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, but luckily I have main care now. Main care has been helping me a lot. But before I had main care, I was paying out of pocket, you know, and. So for from 2016 when I got hurt, I wasn't able to work. Mm-hmm. So I was literally making less than ten thousand dollars a year for four years. And you weren't even able to do disability or anything. They I were, got denied for disability. Yeah, they yeah. were just man. What the hell did you do? <laughs> I was just prostitution. <laughs> right. Just remember. Just remember, man. I can only lay down. I re- <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I remember that I went to Travis Wells, which is the owner of CMBJJ. And I was like, look, man, just let me coach. Put me on the books. And I I promise you I know what I'm doing. Obviously, I've won a title. We have it here at the gym. You know what I know what I'm doing, you know. Yeah. But he's like, no, I can't do it. I can't put you on the books. I can't afford it. I was like, okay. He's like, give me some time, and we'll make it work. And I was like, okay. A year later, he finally helps me out, you know. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm very thankful for everything everybody does for me you know i get a lot of help now but when it first happened there wasn't much help and i was very stressed i was ten thousand dollars in debt and my rent you know i ended up losing that apartment obviously um 
I almost lost my car. I almost lost everything, you know. And uh, luckily, a lot of people at the gym came through. They helped me out. Um, and then I became a caregiver uh, in April of this year. And from being a caregiver now, I'm making the most money I've ever made in my whole life. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So completely 180 within the last eight months. Yeah. And all of this during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, you're yeah. the most successful COVID person ever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, um, but I cut my finger off in May. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't. Oh, that is so weird. Let me see this. Oh, I bet you my son has a bigger finger than me. <laughs> it doesn't bend. It doesn't move. Not even in the. Where's the knuckle part? Right. It got cut off. Right. So the knuckle is right here. here. That doesn't bend? It doesn't bend. You know, try to bend it. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, man. <laughs> but like, so How do you make a fist? I don't. So if you were to fight, you just have to. Don't throw uppercuts. Oh man! <laughs> just break. Why don't you just cut the rest off? <laughs> um, so the reason why we didn't do that, I've I've had this question many times. Yeah. So the finger got cut off. Okay. Um, I can show you some pictures if you want to see. Yes, some of it. course. <laughs> um, and they reattached it. I went to the ER. I was at work. I worked for Green Futures, which is a marijuana caregiver company, a warehouse, and I got my hand stuck in a bud trimmer. And that's how I got cut off. Oh, shit. You've Why do I picture? feel like I've seen these? Because it was on Facebook. Your glove was in it, right? Yes. Or something? Yep. All right. You're still going to show me, though. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Let me make sure this isn't tipping over. I just want to make sure it's not going to get knocked over. And it just tips over anyway. Whatever. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> yeah. So it got stuck in a bud trimmer. got cut off. Uh, I was stuck for about 20 minutes. I couldn't. I couldn't. Your hand was just in there? Yeah. Is it because of the glove mostly or? Um, no, it was because my finger was inside the blade. And okay, like, I didn't know if so, your finger was cut off and you're just kind of holding it there. No, I'll explain it with a picture. It'd be easier. Yes, do it. <laughs> it's graphic. No, I'm, okay, I've looked so up know. grosser shit. It's just, I still make reactions. <laughs> I love looking at gross shit, but I'm still always going to be like, oh my God. Right, exactly. I almost threw up a little. <laughs> Here, while you're doing that, while you're pulling it up, I'm going to get a beer. All right. So keep pulling it up. Sorry, awkward pause, ladies. <laughs> you gotta go through all this training videos I have on here. Hold on a sec. I know you gotta train me so I can whoop Cam's ass. Good luck. <laughs> I uh, I tapped him out a couple weeks ago. So. Yeah, so actually he said that. He told me that you're a very strong grappler for somebody that doesn't really know what they're doing. I have doing. no idea what you're I'm right. doing. Exactly. Whoop his ass. <laughs> I'd like to do it more, but it's one of those things like, you know, I don't know if people aren't like Cam understands because he always says, oh, all I hear is bitching. <laughs> I work an hour away. I come home. I have the kid. I, I, the last thing sometimes I want to do is drive back down to Westbrook. Right. You know what I mean? To go down there and stuff. So he has, you know, Dan Luttrell. Yeah. He's, he lives right there, you know, not far from me. Just mm -hmm. a couple minutes. And I guess he has a, a like a little gym, a padded floor basically in his, in his house. Yep. And we've gone there. He's got like a garage and he does it all upstairs or something like that. Yeah, it's like in the back of his house somewhere. Okay. I don't know. Me and Cameron went there and we had no light. We had to use, it was dark out and we had to use our cell phone lights and just like lean them up against the wall. <laughs> and then we just kick the shit out of each other. Yep. That's awesome. Sorry. Time to get lamps. I kick the shit out of him. <laughs> we already know. We yeah, know. he went pro like two weeks after I tapped him. He was just yeah. remember that was when I was amateur. <laughs> Go figure. Go yeah. figure. <laughs> He's going to use that one now. So here's the picture. Oh shit! I oh, just did no, something. What just happened? I went and I like my finger hit it. No worries. I'm gonna see a bunch of dick pics. 
something like that. Oh, <laughs> man. Like, that's so, innocent. And then switch, like, go over? Yeah. So I took the picture, too. Yeah, well, yeah. Because I was stuck for 20 minutes. So yeah, what like, else are you going to do? Let me guess. 20 bucks says you were on Instagram and Facebook, too, while you're waiting. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're just, like, taking selfies with it's your hand. Fun. I took the picture, right? And my everybody, all my coworkers there trying to get my hand out. But you can see my hand stuck because of this wheel. Yeah, it's bent, too. The wheel's bent. That was after we've already been trying to get my hand out Ugh. for 10 minutes. Because we had to use a crowbar and try to bend the crap out of it. And then we started using a hammer. This little metal piece right here mm-hmm. um the blade is underneath that so we had to take that little safeguard off and then rip this part up and the way this comes off it doesn't go up it comes out so if i was to go this way it would have cut off the rest the of rest my of fingers finger. oh man you're gonna make me throw up <laughs> <laughs> so what we had to do was bend it so i can rip my hand through and that's yeah. exactly what i did i ripped my hand off right like yeah. my finger literally i didn't know because you can see it's tight yeah it i had no pain um the only pain i felt was when they were bending the the barrel um but yeah the as you can see the finger was off yeah it came off it was only attached by a little bit man yeah man. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> so, so it wasn't it was attached though when it, you popped your hand out yeah and okay. it wasn't so it was just like it was so tight, it had stopped the bleeding. Oh, it already, so. like, the cartilage already, or whatever. It's not cartilage. Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about, when the blood already, like, dries up. You know, and it wasn't even dried up. There was no blood. It, it literally was so tight on my hand, stuck. And yeah. it was so tight pushing right here that it didn't even bleed. Man. The only time it bled was when I pulled my hand out of the glove. And then it bled everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then it started. Yeah. And That's then they're fucking with it. Yeah, this is with them sewing my finger back on. <clears throat> I'm just sitting there. I was like, can I record it? And they're like, yeah, just don't get my face. I was like, okay, <laughs> whatever. That's crazy. Um, I was... I'm they numbed pre- up pretty good there? Yeah. Um, I did pretty well the whole time, actually. I'm a pretty tough guy. So I was able to... You only knock guys out for a living. Yeah. <laughs> You're not very tough. Um, even, even the ER doctor was like, I'm surprised how well you handled that because I wasn't freaking out. I was like, yeah. Did they numb it or anything? Or? They did. <clears throat> so they put four shots right into my nerve. Yeah. And that's where they're like, you handle that very well because usually that hurts really bad. Yeah. And it, it's what they call a nerve blocker. It blocked my nerve so they can start doing this stuff and I won't feel it. And you can see like, yeah, <laughs> this guy has to hold my finger on while she's sewing it. Or else the finger, she was trying to sew it at first and the finger was just falling off. That she is could. so weird. <laughs> and so 26 stitches into that little pinky yeah. to sew it back on. Now, do you, what made him cut it off again? It didn't take. Did so, it just fall off? No, it, here. I don't want you to see. I don't want to see your dick pics. <laughs> it won't be dick pics, but my girlfriend. Ah, <laughs> oh, I see. So I'm this is. Sent to me, we'll post them on the Facebook page. <laughs> so you can see uh, right there, that's, it fully sewed on. Right. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> it is pretty gross. I'm assuming the nail fell right off. It did. Um, and they even nailed, they put a stitch right through the fingernail. So the pictures, I'm going to show you. This is a week later. You can see it's turning gray. Oh, yummy. Yeah. So um, two weeks later, it was black. Completely to the tip of Just my finger. Just rotting. Black. Just rotting. Yep. And it was, had a really bad smell because all the, it was just dead meat. Just yeah, it was there. Just rotting. Yeah, so Ugh. that's why they had to cut it off. And that's crazy. So you can see. 
Oh, man. Okay, so wait. Why didn't we, you go off the whole finger again? So they, we tried to have that bend right there in that knuckle so we could we could bend it so I can make a fist so I yeah. can fight, right? And they said that um, this shouldn't affect this. So when they cut it off and they did the surgery, they realized that I didn't just cut straight through the finger. I actually twisted all my bones oh, inside the finger yeah and and i broke off a bunch of chips of bones inside my finger so i didn't know that and neither did the surgeon when the surgeon was taking off the fingertip he actually had to pull out chunks of bone right? oh. and that's why my knuckle is not able to bend because the bone got twisted and can you bend it sideways <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i can move it i can't bend it but yeah <laughs> that'd be pretty sweet if i could no so why didn't they cut the whole thing off <clears throat> because um they asked me if if there was no finger there then i wouldn't have any type of grip right there oh now like i have final right so when you grip somebody you have to grip them like this yeah right that yeah gives you me... lose there's a lot of strength just in your pinky exactly um, when you grip stuff, this finger, this is more of accuracy. Mm -hmm. You grip with your pinky. Yeah, I and, guess, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so my, they try to save as much strength as possible because they knew what I did for a living. Yeah. So that's why we didn't cut it off. Now, looking at what's going to happen now, I wish I would have cut it off because I still don't have grip strength. No, you just right. have an awkward pinky. Yeah, and <laughs> it gets pinky, in the way. You have no grip strength, and you can do uppercuts. <laughs> exactly, right? I still throw my uppercuts. I still jam my finger every time I throw an uppercut. Oh, man. You get used to it, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah, I'll get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> when I hit somebody, though, that hurts. That's a lot harder than this because yeah. it's like me pushing you like this or me pushing you like this. Now, is it you afraid you're going to poke someone in the eye at all if, no. you, if you're fighting? Because you, you have gloves on. Yeah. And if I did poke them in the eye... Oh, well, it's just a knuckle. It's a knuckle getting in your eye. It's no different than this knuckle. It's a knuckle. It's a really deep knuckle. It's a long-ass <laughs> fucking knuckle. That's a poke in the eye. It's not my fault. <laughs> you know what you're getting yourself into. Exactly. You know, sucks for them. Yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, so that happened. So my knee happened in March. This happened in May. And then they pushed back my surgery for my knee because of COVID. So they're just now because I cut off my finger, they pushed it back further. So I had to heal the finger first, and then I had to heal the knee. I did physical therapy for six months. Man. Knee didn't give. So um, how long are you down right now? Huh? How long are you out with your now, knee? I know uh, you now, just got the surgery. Yeah, I just, uh, last week was the surgery, and they told me six months. Okay, so in about six months, you'll be kicking bags again? Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> now, okay, I, I don't, we might have, I might have already asked you this. Um, six months. Legs feeling good. You're kicking bags. You still fighting? Trying. All right. I have a goal in mind. Um, I want two more fights. Two more fights. Amateur. One more amateur, and I want one pro. When I was a, when I first started fighting, okay, I promised myself ten fights, ten amateur fights, and then I would go pro. I'm at nine. I'm five and four. Okay, I don't have the best record, but. Um, okay, this is another thing I heard. Um, you did you lose a bunch of handful at first? I started off zero and three. Okay, that's what it was. I could have sworn. Yeah. I thought. I think I got it from Cam. This is yet again years ago when mm -hmm. we talked about. It. It's funny how 
we talked about you years ago, but um, I thought it was like 0-5 because I didn't know your record. I should have probably looked your stats <laughs> up or something. But. No worries. Um, yeah, I started off 0-3. I lost every way you can lose. I lost my first fight was a knockout. I got knocked out. Second fight, well, I got choked out. Third fight, I lost by a decision. Okay, so I've lost every way. Got You're it batting, out. Batting a thousand. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then I came in on a really good tear. I went on four fight win streak, won the title. Um, I should say, I went on a three fight win streak, got offered the title shot to fight the guy that beat me my first fight. Mm-hmm. So my, my title fight was against Norman Fox. The guy was four and one, I believe, at the time, ranked third. In all of New England, I was ranked second, I believe, or he was second. I was there. I can't remember exactly. Give or take. But pretty good rankings. Yeah, pretty good rankings. We were we were always in the top ten. Um, so yeah, so I beat him via split decision, and then I lost to Ryan Burgess, and then I beat Ryan Burgess again. So rematches. I've won both my rematches. Yeah, so, yeah. um. When I was coming back, I was supposed to have another rematch. I was fighting Disjardins, right? And he's the last person to beat me uh, on that 0-3 stretch at the beginning. So with with Disjardins, I'm going to sound cocky here. No, do but, what you're going to do, man. <laughs> but I feel like I would have finished him within two rounds. Um, he's a strong wrestler. He's very experienced. He probably has more fights than me now. Um I just don't think he's at the same level as me. He's a better wrestler than me. I I will go on the record now and tell every fighter at 125, you will all out-wrestle me. See, that's the thing is when you came in here, <laughs> I thought you were all about jujitsu because I know you have it there, but I thought you were like a freaking master grappler type situation over striking. My, my jujitsu is decent. You know, I would say it's decent. You know, it's good enough. Um, most of my wins are by submission. Right. I mean, you got to roll then. You you <laughs> uh, but I like to strike. That that's my my thing. Um, I'm very tall for my weight class. I'm very long. From I have a 73 inch reach, and I'm so you're just tall and lanky. Yeah. Thin so and lanky. I should say. If you're really good at jabs, you know, teeps, kicks, long range, and they can't get a hold of you, you know, and then it's gonna be hard for them to win. I can. I will outstrike any 125er in Maine. I. I hands down i believe amateur it. or pro uh yeah yeah I mean, the only guy that i feel at 125 at 125 is ernesto ernie ernie's probably the toughest 125er um for mma striking that i would have he's a pro but he would be the toughest guy in, in maine at 125 um again i've seen the rank- rankings they're not that good like no. I, i've been out for four and a half years and i still feel i can beat all of them you you th- would you ever go up in weight? Uh, not really. Um, no. I'm a small guy. I'm 140 right now. Walk around. Yeah. So to cut down. Now when Wait, I was, how tall are you? You're not short, are you? I'm five nine. Oh, okay, so you're not that short. No. You're tall for 125. 125. Yeah, most 125ers are like five four. Yeah, they're all cam side or shorter. Yeah, and I think Cam. I thought Cam was a short 135. He is. He he's pretty short. But the thing with Cam is that it's that mindset man it's like he will walk right into your strikes well, he doesn't he has care power for a little dude he you know very, I mean? and that's the thing like that's where me and him have a lot in common is i'm a very powerful guy too like not strong mm-hmm. you know we are grapple you'll be way stronger than me but surprised. <laughs> but i have leverage and knowledge and when i punch and kick i hit hard mm-hmm. ask lee Gresh jr he's a he's a coacher in new hampshire 
he's a coach in New Hampshire, but he, I was just hitting pads, I, I don't know, five days before my surgery, kicking pads, and he's like, holy smokes, you hit hard. I'm like, it's technique, man. It is. It is. Uh, my brother-in-law, he's like fucking 199 or 195 fucking jacked, incredible Hulk guy now. But when I first met him, he was like 140, 145. Mm-hmm. We play hockey together and he could slap shot the puck as fast, if not faster than a lot of pros. He wow. was up in the 90s and he's just, oh, he was 85. I think he was 15 years old, 16. And he was hitting 85 miles an hour. And then he, he recently, like, I think last year, the year before he hit 100. And there's pros that can't hit 100. You know That's what I mean? Crazy. But he was strong then. But he was hitting like 92, 93. And he oh, was like 145 pounds. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, it's technique. It's not, you know, it's not power. It's like, a lot, you know, Cam has power and you have power. But he has a lot of it's technique. It you is. can do it properly. And it's the same thing with Cam. Like, so there's a reason why Cam has so much power. Okay. He's a strong guy. Don't get me wrong. But when Cam first came to me, I didn't. I don't want cookie cutting fighters. I don't want fighters that are going to be the same thing. Every fighter I have, I know coaches that teach that way, and there's nothing wrong with that. But just that's not my style. I like to take what people are naturally good at and make it better. So Cam had a good overhand right street fighting. You can tell mm-hmm. clearly. But we we changed a few little things and made it just much better. Mm-hmm. You know, I we taught him how to land it right um darren elder now will be able to pick it apart and he's that guy's a phenomenal coach you know i don't I took think... a couple of his boxing classes <laughs> did you fuck that <laughs> it's the warm-up that i don't like <laughs> i've terrible. never i've never worked with a guy so i don't really know what he does but it's his push-up thing he does this push-up thing where he's like all right now go to the ground go up an inch go up an inch Oh, go, up an inch, inch, okay. go down three inches go up an inch. and he's doing it while like you know on one hand you know eating something he's just doesn't even think about it. I'm over here crying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the corner. I did it for about 15 seconds, and there's still two minutes on it. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, I am i can't do it. I think he was like, I don't know. I can't remember, but he was like an undefeated fighter, 21-0 and 0 or something like that. I, don't know, I heard something crazy about that, too. Yeah, he was like really good at what he did. You yeah, know, really he, good boxer. And then he, he got hurt or something. Yeah, right? that's what I heard, too. Um, I, don't, I don't really know. He's don't, coming on the show, too, at that. some point. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I try not to pry with other people's business, but he, uh, I've only talked to him a handful of times, but the guy, he definitely knows what he's talking about. Um, and I'm not the best coach around, but I'm pretty damn good at what I do. Yeah. You know, you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm very, you ain't stupid. <laughs> I've helped a lot of people along the way and I know a lot of people look up to me. Um, and you have, you have a background too. It's like, it's experience. not like you were, it's not like you were a coach, but you never really fought that much. Right. You're a champion. You know what I mean? Yep. 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 <laughs> I was, should have been a two-time champion, but you know Should have, could have won it. <laughs> exactly. Those goddamn point four. Point four, man. Half a pound. But yeah. so when I was fighting though, I, I used to cut a lot of weight. I would walk around at 152 and I would cut down to 25. That's, so that's crazy. 27 pounds. And I would normally cut that in three weeks. And normally the last day... 24 hours i would cut about 15 pounds right so for a little guy to cut so you had like no energy going into your fight uh for one of them for the one that i lost yeah um but for for the other ones it was all about learning how to do it properly and get it back you know um the one that i lost where i had that bad weight cut so normally i would eat carbs like a spaghetti dinner after cutting weight drink a bunch of water add salt to everything sodium Sodium retains water, 
the next day you wake up, you eat some fruit, some eggs, you know what I mean? Uh, stuff that just makes you feel good. And I was eating like beef stew. Well, you're an idiot. It <laughs> right, exactly. It does, I was doing stuff. Just some potatoes. N- right. <laughs> Not doing things right. right? Yeah. Um, I should have had more carbs. It should have had more water. I should have been able to hydrate myself better. I was eating M&M's. Yeah. Right, <laughs> like a whole handful of M and M's. Like you're young and stupid. You're young and stupid, exactly. I remember when I was cutting weight. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. I was cutting weight, and I was. Uh, we fucking fart on these things. Not, not <laughs> on the microphones. Not. It's just me as a person. That's yeah, what I do, yeah. you know. Uh, but yeah, I was counting M and M's. I can okay. I can have fifty grams of carbs today. One M and M is five grams of carbs. Or right, I'm gonna count out. I could have five oh, M and M's. Right. <laughs> or you could have just not had the M and M's. Right. Or, no, <laughs> I couldn't. I could. I had to have them. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke too much weed, man. Yeah, munchies. Exactly. <laughs> and you need carrots. to start getting munchies for celery or something. Right. Like these that. these carrots aren't doing it. Celery's not doing oh, it. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was funny. But that was that was my issue was sweet tooth. Yeah, no, well, that's Cameron. Did, Cameron does the same thing when he was, you know, at the beginning. He was all about sweets and yet again, from what I saw. You know what I mean, he's smartened up now. Oh yeah, he you can totally tell his his the way he handles his fighting and everything else is a lot more mature than it used to be. Yeah, and but, that's why he went pro. I mean, that's why he's a pro. Mm, yeah, you, did you see that right off the bat? <clears throat> you can tell his kid had that, or or mm. he, you think he was going to be there as a pro? Granted, he hasn't I, had a fight yet, but like I knew he was going to be a pro. I I how he does I don't know mm-hmm. right so I've I've never been a pro so for me it's hard to judge to tell where somebody else is going to be because I don't know I can mm-hmm. only I can tell <clears throat> I can tell I can tell a person how to be an amateur champion because that's what I was I can't really tell somebody how to be a UFC fighter because I never was right mm-hmm. so that's my mindset going into coaching is I will help you up to the point where I can get you mm-hmm. I can't I can't get you to the UFC. I probably could. Um, don't get me wrong. It just takes a lot of hard work, practice. But there's got to be some type of outside influence too. I can't do it by myself. You know, um, I'm the type of coach that I know I'm pretty good at what I do, but I'm not. I I know I'm not the best. I know I'm not. You know, I'm not naive enough to believe that I can get these people to be world champions. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not that stupid. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. or that naive, but. Um, yeah, I think I can get, as long as the person has the right mindset, I can get the person to be an amateur champion, mm-hmm. you know, and I've been, I've done that twice now. Cam and Nate Boucher have both been amateur champions. Myself, I've been an amateur champion and Donnie, uh, Johnny Crafts. And I, he was my training partner when I was training. He was an amateur. So champion. you had your foot in a lot of doors here. Yeah. And I helped Johnny with his striking a lot. Um, he was a black belt on the ground though that guy's phenomenal he should he quit because he had babies he got married i'd whoop his ass <laughs> i'd get him he's retired so he should reti- come out and right it's, it, it's been i'm years. not retired i haven't started but i'm also not retired <laughs> i like it yeah. yeah he was he was a stud um unfortunately he again life hit him and priorities yep exactly yeah. Luckily, I don't have kids, and I can't have kids, so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Why can't you have kids? My disease. Oh, yeah, uh, man, you're completely uh, sterile. Is that the word I'm looking for? Sterile. Uh, so. It's hard to explain this. Uh, I just don't finish. 
if you know what I mean. Ah, marathon man over yeah, there. Yeah. There you go. That must <laughs> it, be frustrating. It's a good it's a good and bad, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> That's frustrating. It's good and bad. No wonder you fight. Right. <laughs> Your fucking dick doesn't work. <laughs> Gotta get the frustration out somehow. You yeah, know? exactly. Uh, no, that's crazy. Um, so you 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 fought. You've won belts. You've trained people. You've helped them win belts. Yeah. You're still hoping to fight. Yeah. What else? Where, where do you see Dustin in 15 years? It's, no, 10 years. Let's just go with that. 10, 10 years. years. Let's go 45 years, years old. You still training? Uh, like I will coaching, always, coaching. Yeah, I will always be coaching. Um, the goal is to open my own gym, eventually. Right, right now. Hey, if you ever need anyone to show them what not to do, let me know. <laughs> <I'm your guy. laughs> I like it. Um, yeah. So my goal is to work on the grow now. I, I or the shop. I, if I say anything by the shop, that's what I'm referring to. Yeah. Um, so I have to grow the shop first. Um, it's right now it's literally at 25% com- capacity. So I need to get that back up it's to like 100. some GTA when you buy a weed company. It, it literally is just like <laughs> that. Just it like really that. is, right? So, um, you have a bunch of those like Mexican people in the corner when you go home product. <laughs> they're just on their cell phones and you want to kill them, but you can't. <laughs> right, right. I remember me and Cam were playing that game and that's what we went, we went and bought one, you know, and we were setting that whole thing up and i'm like this is like real life for me right now this is so funny oh, i pissed him off one time you know how cameron has like a there's a fuse and it's short yes and i'm his brother and i can get the fuse gone but i know he won't beat me up because i'm his brother yeah. so i can poke those buttons <laughs> he was he we were playing gta and he had his plane and i'm in the map now with him and he had his plane and he's going to do a big delivery <laughs> and i kept shooting his plane and, and his, his plane <laughs> failed and it crashed into the lake <laughs> man was he mad because he just started doing all that so he was pumped like i get a big delivery no i shot his plane (laughs) what a dick (laughs) oh he was so mad at me that was fucking funny though that is funny though um all right back onto the subject so yeah you're you're gonna have the shop so yeah i want to grow that and then eventually once i'm financially stable with that because i have two people that work for me so um my employees uh, is my brother and my girlfriend my girlfriend's my head grower because she's been growing for four years, you know. Um, and my brother does. Uh, He's your brother. Yeah, he does all the bitch work basically. He doesn't know anything about growing. Don't get me wrong. I have to teach him every little thing, but he will do whatever I tell him to do. He's a hard worker. You know, I you have to like get across. I, like, hey, I'm running a business here. Yeah. Yeah. He and he understands it and he is willing to do whatever it takes to be successful. So Yeah, nice. Yeah, so that I want those two um until he's moving in 6 months. So up until that point I want those two to run the business for me, right? And I do all the Oh, because you're yeah, you're all plan on running. Up. Uh not just that. Um I I still do all the work whatever I got to do now. But I have to do all the legal side of it. I have to sell the product. I have to have the connections. I have to have it up and running 100% legal. You know, I'm not trying to do this illegally. Yeah, know? of course. Um, so, like right now, for an example, is we just had this state inspector come, knocked a, uh, wrote a, a list of stuff I have to fix. So, I can't do anything else going forward until I fix those, those things, right? And unfortunately those things are gonna take me some time to fix you know yeah. there's like nothing's oh, overnight right exactly except getting a woman pregnant not for you <laughs> but i guess other people other people for you guys yeah exactly <laughs> um my girlfriend has these three rules i'm gonna mess this up so bad but 
nothing goes according to plan everything takes forever and you're probably gonna have to do it yourself those are the three rules and Mm -hmm. those we literally live by those rules that's it's what's gonna happen every time so what are they again nothing goes according to plan yep everything takes forever yes and you're probably gonna have to do it yourself that's exactly the way it is at the right <laughs> see exactly Goddamn truth. <laughs> it's literally like that and me and her we butt heads we fight sometimes because you know i want things done a certain way and she does it her way and i'm like no this no. is my way she's well, well well i've been doing this for four years it's gonna I, go it's my according business. to my plan right. not your plan <laughs> exactly <laughs> but so we, we butt heads a little bit but for the most part we work it out you know she understands that it's my business and it's my money that's getting blown here yeah if, if i want to put a male plant in here and ruin all these plants i will you yeah. know that's mine but you should tell her, you want a piece of this you better put a ring on it <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be well, asking you to marry her soon. yeah she would. i've only been with her for six months so it's uh, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> a little bit she's gonna hear this and i'm gonna get it once i go home yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh you want to get married no yeah no he was talking with someone else <laughs> right exactly yeah she's a sweetheart though she's got two kids and so oh there you go so you're you know you're there yeah you don't need any of your own. She has her kids um, like Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Because the baby's dad, he's the dad, um, he's a good guy. So he works and he has the kids and he has a really good job, actually. He, he makes good money. So he t- he keeps the kids. Jeez, you should be with him. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just... See ya. If, if only I like guys. It's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> things, things change. Yeah. You know? That's fucking funny. Um. So you're going to, you know, keep coaching in. Yeah. So, so yeah, in 10 years, um, the goal here is to have Michaela running the grow, right. For the most part, um, and me opening a gym and running a gym and having my own set of fighters and having people that I'm helping, you know, I don't just help fighters. I've helped this one lady lose over a hundred pounds. I've helped soccer moms. I've helped, you know, it just it's not people. just getting better at fighting. It's just people getting just shape. People. Yeah. People, uh, just confidence. I'm, I'm huge with confidence. I am big with martial arts, not just fighting, right? We can do any working out, any, anything, any type of martial arts is going to have benefits behind it. You know, once you have confidence, that confidence is going to carry through everything in life. Right. When I was a kid, I didn't have much confidence. I was just, you know, uh, uh, little man syndrome. (laughs) Tough kid, big mouth, just fought everybody. Just was always angry, Mm -hmm. always, you know. And then I took it out on the world, right? I I did. I did. More like the world took it out on me. Okay. (laughs) Um, I had, like I said, really, really rough life. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now man like uh i'm very confident in myself i go into a bar i don't drink much but once in a year twice a year maybe um when cam was winning that was the most i was drinking because i was really. celebrating with him you know yeah. and uh we would so we would go out and there'd be people like talking smack to us and i would just laugh at him wearing that earlier because you know what you can do exactly you know i have that confidence yeah. right so that confidence has gotten me through a lot in life you mm-hmm. know um i I wish I would have started martial arts earlier, for sure. I started boxing when I was 19. And then from boxing, I did boxing. I did karate for a year. I did boxing for a long time, um, off and on for 10 years or so, you know, eight years or something like that. Um, Joey Gamash Boxing Club, 
check it out. Scott Frost, Glenn Cugno. Um, yeah, you'll be able to throw all your, your sponsors <laughs> or whatever you want. I don't even have any sponsors. Well, whatever businesses you want to. Yep. But yeah, so I started with them. And then I found a karate place that said they offered jujitsu. So I wanted to do that. And then I did uh, the academy for a while, which is an MMA school in Lewiston. And then they closed down. And then I found uh, CM mm-hmm. several years later, probably four years later. I found CM and then joined there when I was 27. So through all the, that time of martial arts, I was able to gain discipline, confidence, you know, uh, it's so much things that so many skills that have helped me along my, my journey. And I've been able to pass those on to other students, you know? Um, so those people have been able to be successful like him, you know, Nate Boucher, you know, guys like that. Yeah, um, Joe Howard too. Joe Howard. You he know. Fights, I don't know. I've, I've been to his few of his fights. Yeah. I mean, he moved now. He's not, he's not with us. He's now back down in Georgia. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. He, but he plans on fighting next year. He said, uh, he's, uh, we will say fat and happy right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's happy where he's at. So yeah, I helped all those guys. We have a lot of fighters now. We have, uh, I don't know, 10, 12 fighters now at CM. So helping all those guys as much as I can. Um, yeah. I have it, a funny story about Joe. The end of one of Cam's fights, I don't remember which one it was, but we we're all downtown in Portland. Um, I'm assuming, uh, I don't know who. Was this it, at the Aura? Uh, yeah, it was at Aura. I don't remember if where Cameron, like what the fight was, Cameron, who he was fighting. But um, we were all out and about, and I got tied up with Joe at one point, and he's hammered. And mm-hmm. he, I, I needed to get him back to his room, and he is plastered. Like not walking straight, and now I'm practically ca- like carrying him down the street. And then these people were walking by. It was like three guys, two girls. It was it was a group of guys, and he accidentally bumped shoulders with one of them. So they turn around and like, oh, who the fuck are you? You know, the girls are all yelling at him now. And Joe just turns around and he starts going at these guys. <laughs> of course. And he so did. now he's in the pile, and I just go over and I just because they. Uh, no, yeah, that's what it was. They turned, they looked at him, and he shoved one of the guys really hard back into the pile. Of course. Yeah. So, of course, when they, he starts going after the group of guys, I grabbed him, pulled him out of the pile, and I'm like, we're leaving. Sorry. There was like three or four guys. <laughs> and you could tell they were all tough because the girls were there, but right when Joe turned around and shoved him, they were like, the girls kept talking because they wanted to see the boys fight. <laughs> but the guys weren't saying as much. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, I'm not fighting anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled, even though him drunk would probably still fight everyone better than I would <laughs> sober. <laughs> but yeah, just it was, it got intense real quick, especially mm-hmm. with me. I've never been in a fight, so I'm like, mm-hmm. that's the last thing I need to deal with. Right, right. But yeah, it was funny how much uh, those guys talked until Joe turned around, shoved him. That's that's Joe though. I mean, Joe is a tough kid. He kind of like cam he doesn't back down from anybody but the problem with joe um and i have all the respect in the world for this kid you know i helped him out you know but he doesn't think before he acts he acts before he thinks right so just like in that situation i I was just about to say that you know he might have been drunk intoxicated but still like think clearly um you pushing somebody isn't gonna solve anything Mm -hmm. right turn the other cheek walk away so I remember there's been times where me and Cam has been in the club and almost had fights. You know, people up in Cam's face. Cam just almost fought someone in a grocery store just yesterday yeah. or the day before. I said I didn't know that. That's crazy. I don't know what it was. I, I don't remember the story. Um, 
it sounded, you know, Cameron is fuse very short. Anyways, continue. Mm-hmm. Yes, as far as I can tell you, is he almost fought someone in a grocery store? That was like two days ago. Yeah. So continue, Joe. It's, it's the same idea. You know, it's just you think before you act, or think before you speak, or think before any of that. Right? Think of what your your actions are going to cause reactions. Think of what those reactions are going to be. You know, if if you're a fighter and you knock these three guys out, how bad is that going to be on you? Mm-hmm. That's or, one thing too. Yeah, I've always thought about like when you said you have the confidence to, you know, you don't need to fight these guys because you know mm-hmm. what you would do to them. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I feel like that looks bad in your gym too. When, it does. You know what I mean? Your coach looks at you and be like, "Hey, Dustin, you just why'd you beat these guys up? Mm-hmm. You know you could. You also know that you could have not. Right. You know what I mean? You right. do it anyway because you, like, I feel like that's when I watch Joe do that. I feel like that's yes, he was hammered, but not at the same time, he seems like he seems like one of those kids that might do that. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I can kick your ass and I'm going to now. Right. You know, just to make a point seem cool. And you're literally playing John Jones. You know, John Jones is a great fighter and he ruined his career because of the drugs and because of the things he, he did. You know, it's just not smart choices. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm more of the opposite. I'm a very logical person. I have to think about, does this make sense? You know, I don't make, always make the best choices. I was in a very toxic relationship for a couple of years not the best choice i had ways out and i never got out i always went back you know so i'm not perfect don't get me wrong but like try better try harder you know what i mean do better you know and like again nothing but respect for joe he's a good kid but he just doesn't think before he speaks or reacts you know and sometimes that can lead especially a fighter down the wrong path well, hopefully, if he listens to this, you know, for I'll some reason. I'll make sure he does. <laughs> well, if, hopefully, if he does, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you can step back and be like, oh, okay, I see what he's saying there and not take it take it in a negative way. You know right. what I mean? If he does, oh, well, I'm yeah. sure we'll have what this conversation. What are you going to do? You're over there. <laughs> Guess what, Joe? I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Unless he comes up here, then I'm going to be like, it was all dusted. Right. <laughs> this yeah. podcast. He's been talking <laughs> to himself for the, an hour and a half. Do that, too, though. Yeah. Um, um, but it's true, like with you guys, you guys have all the skill in the world to whoop anyone's ass. It's like, this is a weird comparison, but it's like having a gun, but you know you don't want to have to use it. Right. You know what I mean? You guys know how to fucking take out anyone. You just shouldn't have to use it. Yeah. Unless it's competitive. Yeah. And and, and that's honestly, the, that's the problem nowadays too. Now everybody has guns too, you know, um, because they feel... Oh, that's another... <laughs> That's because guys like you whooping the ass. <laughs> well, that, you're right, exactly. So I'm a big believer in like, hey, okay, we have beef. Let's go outside and handle it like men. You know, let's fight. Let's get it over with, and then we'll shake hands after. You ever seen street beefs? Yes, I have actually. Yes, Fucking, I have. That's exactly what they do. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, that's how I believe in things. You know, I've had many times where I was at work. I used to do uh, John F. Murphy Holmes uh, take care of people with mental or intellectual disabilities, right? Uh, mental retardation, autism, stuff like that. So I work with people that take advantage of these people, right? And so there was times where I would have to like put my foot down. I don't know. You're not throwing this guy in a pool upside down. That's abuse, you know? And I've literally had to threaten people. Let's step outside. You know, let's let's handle this like men. Yeah, I'm going to throw you upside down. Right, exactly. You throw him in a pool, I'm throwing you in a pool. So (laughs) I don't care how big you are. You know, I will find a way. Um, But... It, it, you know, it, uh, not, nobody's ever taken me up on that offer. Nobody's ever gone outside and like, okay. Well, this some is. people have the crazy look in their eye. They, they'll, they'll seem tough until the other person also is giving the tough back. And then they realize and they, they never back down. Want it. Yeah. They yeah. didn't want it in the beginning. But if you go to on like a, a club or a bar or something like that, 
people have knives and guns. You don't know what people have, you know? They could have all the confidence in the world as or a Or go fighter. to an MMA fight and then try to start shit. Because most it's of the, the people are fighters. <laughs> right, exactly. So the lot, that's where you don't have a lot of fights because a lot of those guys are fighters. And yeah. unless it's a, a tough guy, like a, a little man syndrome, you know, uh, the guy I used to have, these people would just run their mouth. I'm, I'm not cool with that. I'm not cool with disrespect. You disrespect me, you're going to eat my fist. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that's, but it's going to happen, you know. <laughs> um, I don't care if you have a gun or a weapon where a lot of people have confidence because they have a gun on them. You know, take off that gun and that person is no longer that same person. That person is now a confidentless chump, you know. Um, they're nothing. I don't need a gun to make me feel confident or tough or whatever. I'll handle my business as my business no matter what you know and if i lose that fight i'm still gonna shake your hand i don't care at least i got my two cents in you know mm-hmm. you're gonna at least have a black eye you're gonna know you're in a fight you know you could be four you're gonna get pass. your point across exactly yeah, you i'm know? not gonna kill you you just get my point i'm across. getting my point and yeah and you're, you're gonna know to respect me you know um so usually that that could be a problem too where some people could have weapons you know um in auburn there was a a year ago, two years ago, something like that. This guy goes up to this other guy at Walmart, smacks him in his car. They had beef or whatever. I don't really know. But the kid shot him. You know, well, where did that get you? They got you in jail. Yeah. <laughs> That's nothing. You know, if you guys would have had beef and you guys would have fought, the cops would have been like, maybe domestic or uh, maybe like assault, uh, charges, assault charges. But probably not. They, they probably would have washed by both of you anyway. Right. You know, it was a mutual fight. Whatever. Move on with your life. You're right. But then that guy had a gun and killed the guy. Now you're facing 25 to life for murder. You know, it's com- it's yeah. not thinking. 25 is a lot longer than you think. <laughs> it is. You know what I mean? You're 20 years old. Go to jail. You're out at 55. Right. You know what I mean? You're 30. Yeah. Boom. You're at 70 or whatever yeah. it is. You yeah. know, 85. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't do quick math. I'm retarded. <laughs> uh, it's a long time. Yeah. But it's life crazy. Did I say 20 to 30? That's 35 years. Yeah. 55 yeah we'll, de- we'll delete this whole section out you're like it's 25 years i'm like yeah 20 to 55 you know i'm just adding because they were bad in prison okay yeah, that's yeah, what i was going that, with that's what yeah. it was yeah they already killed a guy why wouldn't they start a couple fights you're already doing it for 25 years yeah just, what's another 10 all right yeah i'm clearly i'm not good at math no but then it's the same idea though it makes sense right um you guys you now have ruined your whole life you know my brother did six years in a maximum security prison, right? And that six years changed his whole life. It changed his mentality. It changed It changed a lot, you know. he Even now, you know, he's been out of prison for 15 years. And people still remember him for what he made, for the mistakes that he made 20 years ago. It's like, mm-hmm. he did his time. Let him, you know, and... and when we're younger, we all make mistakes. We're dumb. We grow up. Labels, man. It's right. labels. It, it, it sucks, you know, unfortunately. Um, that's why I've been out of trouble. I yeah. try to stay out of trouble as much as I can, but I've learned through my brother to, on how to stay out of trouble, you know, yeah. or why to. It's with, like, I know um, you're saying, like, you use your brother's experiences to help you get it, stay out of trouble. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is, I know this is totally different because I don't know what your brother's situation was, but, like, my family... The whole family has been in, a, you know, a lot of situations where they've been into drugs a lot. Mm-hmm. I've never even done anything because my dad went to prison for it mm-hmm. for a few years. And, like, I feel like even when I was younger, you know, 10, 11, 12, and then you hear you're 14, 15, people are starting to smoke pot and stuff. And that's all I pictured was 
you know, the stuff was illegal. My dad went to prison, and then I see what my, my uncle's into crack, and you know, all this stuff's just crazy. I've never touched any of it because mm-hmm. I've always thought of what they've done wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Granted, trust me, weed's nothing. Yeah, I've never, I never, I would never put that in a category as, you know, the other stuff, but that's, I've never touched any of it yep. because it's just, it, I don't know, I, th- I feel like this is coming off weird. Because I don't think I get it. I don't think pot is you know I don't think pot's anything legal. It shouldn't be legal. Blah 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 blah. But like you said, you you followed your brother's experiences and used it as almost as if your own faults. Thinking, all right, now I know what not to do. Right. And I did it with a lot of that crap. And everyone's like, oh, you've never tried this. Oh, you've never tried this. Oh, you've never at least tried it once. I'm like, no. Yep. I've never tried anything. I was the same way growing up. You know, I think a smart person is, is somebody who learns off of other people's mistakes. It's not off of somebody who learns off of their own mistakes. That means you were dumb enough to make that mistake. Yeah. Right. So for me, smart person, I consider myself a smart person, very smart person. And I learned off of other people's mistakes. You know, my parents big into drugs and alcohol. My whole family is big into drugs and the alcohol and I don't talk to almost any of my family for that reason, right? So, um, me, my brother, my sister, and my uncle Bob are those. Those are the three people I really keep in touch with. Um, my uncle is a big time drinker, but he's a good guy. You know, he, he no kids, not married, goes to work, comes home, and drinks. Whatever. A, uh, what are they called? A um, fuck. Well, we have someone else we call this functioning uh, a socially, yeah, a functioning alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. A functioning alcoholic. That's exactly what he is. And I have other other family members that are like functioning pillheads. You know, the functioning, but they're pillheads. Yeah, you know, I have I have family that are functioning everything. Right, exactly. You know, and I'm sure it's yeah, in every exactly family. Everywhere. You know, it's it, uh, I don't judge. I don't. I try not to, anyways. Hmm. Um, See, that's like different. My my wife's family's. Uh, 180 compared to my family really <laughs> like we are just two different people when it comes to that she sees my family and it's like holy fuck what the hell is going on here and yeah it's that's night and day it's crazy difference that's literally my girlfriend and me my <laughs> girlfriend she's a hippie she's a tree hugger she's oh, really? very like not aggressive very very hot you know uh i don't know she's super sweet super nice I'm very aggressive. Yeah. Even when I talk to people, like I'm, I'm, I come off of intense. Like, um, yeah, pretty intense. You know, my whole family is just crazy. You know, I, I try not to talk about it too much, but like, yeah, it's it's crazy. If you know me and you know my family, you understand what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I go to meet her family, and uh, it's like four months ago. I go to her mom's house, and her mom loves me to death. But man, it was completely night and day. You know, her mom doesn't. Same way. Oh, her mom sucks. Me. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> We've been together for eleven years. She'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a long time. <laughs> yeah. Eleven years is a long time. That is crazy. Congrats, though. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, we got fucking hour forty here. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything uh, business you want to post? You got your buddy, your buddy's boxing thing. You want to? Uh, we'll just say put put over CMBJJ. Uh, t- I was thinking when you start your own, it has to be DVBJJ. <laughs> right, Dustin. What's the last name again? Veloit. Vinot. Vinot. Yeah. Fucking, whatever. So I already have my own. I run two businesses. So I have Focus Martial Arts, which is my martial arts business. It was Focus Muay Thai, but I, so was that like your private thing? But you run through CMB. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, it's uh that is what I when I do my taxes. 
all my coaching income, all my private lessons, all of that stuff is under that. It's, yeah. it's a DBA. Um, and then I have my uh, Venot Agriculture LLC, which is the, the weed part, uh, medical marijuana part <laughs> paraphernalia Ooh. i just love that word i love saying paraphernalia <laughs> yep uh, that's a really funny word actually i love saying it. i use it for everything it's anything is paraphernalia you go up there making tasha's making a cheesy chi- uh, cheesy chicken wow <laughs> she's making a cheesecake with cheesecake paraphernalia nice <laughs> nice i like it it's just a uh, it's that one of my word, favorite words that word could be used yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, so shout outs, I would say anybody that's helped me, you know, uh, along the way. Gamash's Boxing Club, I think they are now called Cugno's Boxing. Um, same location, though, I believe. Uh, CMBJJ, um, they have two locations, the one in Turner and the one in Lewiston. And uh, the other gym I work for, Carl Clan and Gray, I work for them as well. Um, so shout out to them. Travis Wells, Sean Carl, uh, and then the two people that are really have helped me with the agriculture business, uh, Corey Tiswell and Claire. I won't say her last name. She would hate for me to say that to her, but <laughs> those two people, like all those people, I, they're not sponsors, right? But they've helped me tremendously. Oh yeah. Shout out to shout out. Yeah. And so I, I definitely have to shout their name out there. Um, Besides that, no, I'm I'm good. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy where I'm at. I'm happy for life in general. I'm happy for all my students. Um, obviously, I have them out of the gym right now due to the knee, but I'll be back next week. Well, keep us all posted. I will. Yeah, I mean, that'll be cool. I'd like to go to one of your fights. Yeah, that would be big. Yeah. Once I have my fight, I'll, I'll <laughs> the definitely big return. Like, yeah, after five years. Yeah, I'll flash you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll flash you. Yeah, fl- Ooh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I want. I love Dustin Vino. Yeah, right there you go. Down, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Fuck. YouTube my name, man. You'll find my fights. Yeah. Um. So where? Yeah. Where can the people find you? YouTube, yeah, Instagram, Instagram social. Uh, Instagram is Dustin Vino. Uh. I have a coaching page on Facebook. I'm not really active on it. Kind of been a chump on that. Um, but you can find me on Facebook, Dustin Vinot. Uh, How do you spell your last name? Vinot, V-E-I-N-O-T-T. Super French. Yeah. And then um, I think that's it. I don't, I can't really give you my Snapchat name because I don't really remember it. I think it's, yeah. I think it's this. I think it's just my name. I think, but. Yeah, usually you just go with uh, Instagram, Facebooks. <laughs> yeah, Instagram. You know, my OnlyFans account is you know, <laughs> such and such. Yeah. Yeah, we'll keep that on a DL. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're called Marathon Man, right? Yeah. <laughs> Watch this, 24 hours, no finish. Come on now, my girlfriend doesn't know about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, she's your only subscriber. She just doesn't like telling you. She right. finds it really hot. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's it really awesome well thank you dustin no. vinot 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 think Vinod. of the v and then n-o-t n-o-t Vinod. no but vinot uh, i will say whatever the however the hell i want <laughs> i get this dude dustin v he's over yeah, his that works um everybody says that <laughs> yeah he uh dustin vinot find him on instagram find him on facebook go check out cmbjj if you want to uh central main brazilian jiu-jitsu because yes. everyone's like what does that mean right yeah. right canton marshall <laughs> youtube uh, check me out on youtube you yeah. see all my fights i have motivational videos on there 
Um, you have your own uh, uh, channel? I don't have my own channel. Is it just through NEF or CMBJJ? No, you just put up my name. Yeah. Um, because the NEF has posted fight, oh, okay. fight videos. And I've seen them post your fight videos, but yeah, you said then, you had a uh, mo- uh, mo- uh, what are they called? Motivational. Yeah, I had Rico Senets build. Uh, he made me a motivational video. He actually made two of them, and so I think Rose did as well. This girl named Rose, uh, probably my number one fan, fight fan. Um, but yeah, th- those three I believe have made motivational videos using my name videos of myself you know um but yeah all that stuff's on youtube just check it out um check them out you won't i'm calling y'all out <laughs> I, I agree <laughs> <laughs> nobody's gonna look nobody will no nobody's gonna even listen to this it's gonna be cam yeah yeah it will and be even cam. then he's like all right they're done talking about me see ya yeah exactly <laughs> stop listening <laughs> yeah, no, wait a minute they haven't talked to me in the first five minutes i'm not listening to this yeah, yeah, i'm done <laughs> Um, all right, man. Thanks for coming it. on. No, thank uh, you. Cheesy Chicken Podcast with Dustin V. Not. Good job. <laughs> Find him on all the fun stuff. Um, of course, if you've made it this far, everyone, uh, <laughs> go follow us on Instagram at Cheesy Chicken Podcast, Facebook at Cheesy. No, not at. It's just Cheesy Chicken Podcast. <laughs> Tell a friend about us. Have them listen to us on all the other Share, fun stuff. Yeah. Like, comment. Share, like, comment. <laughs> Tell us what you think of this episode. It was junk. No, people people all the time, they, they like, yeah, we listen. I'm like, well, I want someone just to say something. That's right. all I want. I don't care what you say. If I did something wrong, say it. If Dustin sucks, say it. Yeah, exactly. You know, if he was okay, don't say anything. Because I don't want to give his, you know, his head's already bigger yeah, than he needs to be. Right? <laughs> it's as big as the knee. <laughs> <laughs> it's as big as his knee. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you, Dustin, for coming out of the Cheese Chick Podcast. Thank you.